Hey everyone, I'm Kelly Mobeck, a coach and a leadership trainer, and I'm super passionate about helping you find out who you are authentically as a leader, own it, and go out and make an impact in your life and the lives of others. This world needs your leadership, your gifts, your unique brilliance, and I believe that real leaders don't wait, they create. I know firsthand that life is going to throw us curveballs, that we're going to doubt our greatness, our ideas, and our contributions. And my goal is that you believe in yourself beyond reason, and I get to be a coach and a champion for you each week so that you feel inspired, motivated, and most important, in action toward your unique impact in this world. So let's jump in. Hey there, everyone. It's Coach Kelly, and I hope you are slowing down and easing in to this holiday season with lots of love and joy. I wanted to let you guys know that I had surgery. Surgery went really well. And the one thing that I wasn't expecting was the downtime, the recovery time. You know, I'm always like, it's just going to take a couple of days and we're going to keep on, keep on rocking and rolling. And what I found is it's going to take a little bit longer than that. So while I know in the last two episodes that I, of the last couple of weeks, I said, we were going to talk about what's coming in January, 2022, and we're pivoting just a little bit. It's coming. It is coming. And you're going to hear about it in the beginning of January. I have chosen to take it slow right now, let my body heal, recover fully so that come January, uh, we can hit the ground running. So I'm going to keep on slowing down. I'm going to be taking the next couple of weeks off and recovering. That's what I'm going to be doing. There are lots of things happening in the background and that program that I keep teasing, it's coming. It is coming. So for all of you women in business and women entrepreneurs, it's coming. And my promise is that you guys are going to hear about that early January. And if you have not hit the mailing list yet, make sure that you go to my website, kellyjmobeck.com and email me saying, I want on the list. I want more information. And you guys will be the first to hear. So with that, what we're going to do this week is we're going to rerun an episode that makes me giggle. It's a Christmas story, if you will, but it's a Christmas story from my childhood. And I wanted to share that with you guys and also special message to each and every one of you to have the happiest of holidays and enjoy some downtime. Take that time to acknowledge all that you've created in this past year and take those moments to really connect with your loved ones. It's so important and take time for you. So with that, I give you catching Santa and have a wonderful time listening. Have a very Merry Christmas for those that celebrate and for whatever you are celebrating, happy, all of it. Yes. So for those that celebrated Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah for those that celebrate Kwanzaa, happy Kwanzaa. And for those that celebrate Christmas, Merry and happy Christmas, depending on where you live, sending you all lots of love. Enjoy catching Santa. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. This is coach Kelly and I 
cannot believe it is Christmas time. Merry Christmas. I also want to say happy Hanukkah as many just celebrated Hanukkah and a happy Kwanzaa. That's coming right up. So the end of 2020 is nearly in sight. Does anyone feel like you're sprinting to the finish line from this year? I know I do. I know I do. So I wonder if for a moment we could slow down just a little bit, pause and reflect a moment. Can we rejoice in the spirit of Christmas this week and find joy? I know the holidays can be super stressful and also really hard for people. Holidays have not always been great. My mom passed away on Halloween when I was 18 and my dad just before Christmas 23 years ago. And I miss them. I miss them a lot. And it's interesting because I always feel a sense of missing a little bit of melancholy, and it could be so easy to just let the holidays roll on by. And believe me, I have thought about it. And I do love experiencing the joy it brings and the connectedness it brings and the wonder it brings. And I really, really, really love wonder. When we were growing up, my parents always made the holidays special. In so many different ways, my mom made our costumes when we were little for Halloween, and my dad always stole our Snicker bars, always. Thanksgiving was always delicious and a day to enjoy and be grateful, and Christmas was magical. It usually started for us about two weeks prior to Christmas when I would rally the troops and the troops being my two brothers who were just a little younger than me. And it was time to indeed catch Santa. And we would practice this. We would practice this every year. We did this for years. And this is, this is how it went. I would direct them, being the oldest and being bossy, I would direct them to get into their beds, get under the covers, and pretend to be asleep because this needed to be executed absolutely on point. And then I would do the same. Then I would get up and I'd go pretend to wake up one of my brothers and tell him it's time. And this is the year we're going to catch Santa Claus. And he was like, okay. And then together we would tiptoe to our youngest brother's room. And we would practice tiptoeing because if you're going to catch Santa, you cannot wake up your parents. And so then we'd tiptoe into my, our youngest brother's room and we'd wake him up and we'd let him know this was indeed the year and it's time. Now, keep in mind we were practicing and, and rehearsing just you know to get it right because this was so key. It had to be on point. The precision the timing, and the execution must be flawless. We all agreed on that. And the ability to walk silently through the hallway on our tiptoes in unison was non-negotiable. So the single file line started from youngest to oldest. So I was in the back and my youngest brother's room was the closest to the living room where the stockings were hung and the Christmas tree was so shiny and bright. And then it was time. 
So we would set off on our tiptoes from my youngest brother's room through the hallway ever so quietly. And just as we were about to round the corner, and just as my brothers were literally rounding the corner and were about to catch the big guy, I would exclaim, Hey, what are you doing? Okay, I don't know about you, but that's a little startling. The boys would scream and we would all run back to our rooms, belly laughing and prepare to do it again. I literally would delight in the fact that we would do this over and over again. And I believe we really thought we were preparing. And even though the boys knew what was coming, they would gladly go again. And I would hear, knock it off, Kelly. Quit it. Take this seriously. Don't do that again. Sure. Sure, I would say. I won't do this again. And my fingers were totally crossed firmly behind my back. We would do this over and over for two weeks, like I had said, and we were totally ready, totally ready for the big night. And I remember it would be Christmas Eve, and I remember my dad would turn on the radio so we could track Santa's whereabouts. Do you guys remember that? I think they st- we still do that. I know I, I did that with the kids, although I think we did it on the internet. We would track Santa and his whereabouts, and we would sit by the fireplace and beg, and I mean beg, to please, 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 can we please just open one present? Just one, one present. And the answer was always, no, no, you cannot. And we'd still try. We would still try. We knew it would be no, and we were a persistent bunch. That's for sure. We would listen to the story of Jesus being born in a manger. We would say our prayers, and then we would head outside and look up in the sky, and we were certain we saw Rudolph. We were certain we saw the red nose. Then to bed, we would all go looking at each other, knowing this was going to be the year we were going to catch Santa. So Christmas morning came, and we had never woke up to go catch Santa. And if we did, he literally had already come and gone. And yet Christmas morning, we woke up early, started calling for mom and dad, and still crept out to the living room. And it was magical, magical. I love traditions. They are certain, they are count-onable, and they are comforting, and they provide memories. We get to carry them on and add to them should we choose. What are some of the traditions you have and what do they give you? I'd really ask you to think about that. I think this year is, is really important. They may look a little bit different, but we can still have them. So what are some of the traditions you have and what do they give you? My very favorite word is believe. It's the very word that keeps me grounded keeps me looking forward and creating possibilities. It always has been. It's one of those words that I think has been a theme word my entire life. I do believe in the good of people. I believe in possibilities despite uncertainty. I believe in God. I believe in love. I believe we are resourceful. I believe 
in my family, in my friends, in my clients, even when they can't believe in themselves. And I believe in me. Believe is a magical word. And this is the season of believing. Like my brothers and I believing in the spirit of Christmas and the tradition of catching Santa and the family time, the laughter, it was magical. So my wish for all of you is that you believe, that you believe in you, that you believe in others, and that no matter what is in front of us, we continue to create wonder, tradition, generosity of heart in whatever way that looks for you. So I wish you a very Merry Christmas, the happiest of holidays, and all the season's greetings. I'm excited to spend some downtime with my family and continue traditions, even if they look a little different this year. And maybe, just maybe, this will be the year we catch Santa. What would you ask him? I always wonder, and may you wonder too. So remember, you have a choice to lead your life or follow your circumstances. Life is about knowing your passions, purpose, values, and creating an impact in your life and the life of others. Who emerges from taking the lead in their lives will be authentic, vulnerable, courageous, and full of wonder, possibility, and belief, creating an impact in their life and in the life of others. It's not always going to look the way we think it's supposed to. I mean, we have really learned that this year. And we get to trust that more will be revealed as we move forward. So remember, take a pause, let go of worry, let go of doubt and anxiousness, and live fully the best version of yourselves. Thank you so much for listening today. And I trust there was some great value for you. And remember, take the lead in your life. I would love to hear what you're creating along the way. Remember to check out Lift, the Leadership Impact Forum training. And for more resources and any questions you want to address, go to kellyjmobeck.com, send them in, and we will take them on together. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Coach Kelly Mobeck. Say hi. I'd love to stay connected. Have a great week ahead, and if it's not shaping up the way you want it to, take the lead and create a fantastic one. I'll talk with you all next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Let's Be Honest Before We Start Pretending. For more resources on taking the lead in your life, head over to kellyjmobeck.com and connect with me on Instagram at Coach Kelly Mobeck. If this episode was helpful for you, please feel free to share it with friends, rate and review it on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts now. And at any time, feel free to connect with me and let me know what you want to hear next or what you're working on. I'm happy to help. Thanks again for listening. And here's to you taking the lead in your life.